0: You are listening to a Radio On production, brought to you by HT Smartcast. So let's step forward together. Let's keep moving.
1: I cherish the idea of a new South Africa will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character I have
0: a dream Aight, listen Why do we need politics? This question seems like a million dollars but isn't really We need politics for two simple reasons One, we're the future and we need to represent ourselves and the country in a better light And two, because it's fun It's interesting And it's important This is Adiket and I host the evening show on 94.3 Radio 1 and me along with Fabian sir getting you politics for dummies where we understand politics then and now. We understand politics right and left. So what are you waiting for? Put on your headphones and strap on because you are going to have a ride of your life. Welcome. Joining us today is Mr. Fabian. Alright, a warm welcome to everybody once again to a brand new episode of Politics for Dummies. And after completing more than 15 episodes, I am expecting people to be a little bit more than a dummy right now. Dummy point 2.0. Point oh. Because uh, we've got enough knowledge from Fabian. Uh, Fabian seems a little busy today. Fabian, what's up? How's life?
1: <laughs> well, I'm always busy, but what shall I say? Pleasantly busy. Not, uh, you know, with tension.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pleasantly busy. That's nice. Everybody should be because uh, Empty Mind is Devil's Workshop. And talking about people with empty minds, Friendship's Day on the 1st of August 2021. Uh, Fabian, who was your best friend while you were growing up?
1: My best friend while I was growing up uh, was my teacher. At college.
0: Wow. That's, that's, that's a relationship because, that a lot of people crave for.
1: He was only three years or four years older to me. Uh-huh. He was mathematics professor, pro yes. lecturer. Uh-huh. And uh, I've not seen a more intelligent or, you know, um, kinder person. The friendship was such that if I take a book from the library, say on psychology, if he meets me, he will say, can I have this book for one day? And uh, he will return it. And after my reading it, I will ask him, what did you find in the book? And he will give me a perfect answer. Suppose uh, the lecturer in English was absent and uh, the theme was Macbeth's character. This guy will walk in and give you a lecture on Macbeth's character without any preparation.
0: Wow.
1: Brilliant. We were friends.
0: Cool. Surround yourself with intelligent people and you'll be an intelligent person too. And that's the truth. Friendship is something which is very important and uh, India as a country post-independence did get a lot of friends across the world and that is very important to just grow in life as well. Uh, The month of August also marks a very important day. It's Independence Day. Uh, And uh, this day is the day when we got independence. Nehruji went ahead and made a very beautiful speech at the stroke of midnight and then rest is history so let's talk independence day uh everybody knows why we celebrate independence day but what is the significance of independence day
1: well significance of independence day is that uh, we became politically free from imperialist power mm-hmm. great britain what we have to recognize is that uh, You know, KPS Menon, for example, was the first foreign secretary. He was studying in uh, Madras at that time, Chennai Mm -hmm. now. And uh, somewhere in 1918 or 1919, he was asked, he meaning the whole class was asked to write an essay on, the great benefits rendered to India by the British power, British crown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was accepted, accepted that it was... uh, providential that India became, came under the British, you know, and that was a thought then. Yeah. Then, you know, before that, you know, the Indian National Congress, 1885 in Bombay. Mm -hmm. But before that, there were uh, local organizations in Kolkata, Madras and uh, Bombay and elsewhere Okay. So it was a long struggle. And what is significant uh, about this struggle are one or two points. One. Okay. After Gandhi came back from South Africa, mm-hmm. 1915, then what happened is that uh, the Congress till then was more elitist. Okay. You know, the lawyers and others, you know. Gandhi made it really a people's Congress. Okay. You can take membership with four anas. You know what is an anna? Yeah. You don't, perhaps.
0: I you do, I do. I mean, I was on the cusp of that generation that was seeing pachis paisa and ekana, athanna you know, all of that. So I was on the cusp of it. And then I
1: moved on to one rupee being the least common denominator. Chorana membership, charana membership of the Congress. And people took the membership, men, women, and they joined. So it became a mass movement. Okay, so that is important. Second important thing is that it was non-violent. I'm not suggesting there was no violence. But the motto of uh, Mahatma Gandhi, who was a leader, was non-violence. And when he started in agitation and uh, chauri chaura, when yeah. some people burnt a police station, Gandhiji called it off. Yes. And yes. some people said it was a blunder. Yes, it is a blunder if you call off an agitation when it was going strong. But then Gandhiji was looking not only at what happens on that day or the next day, but across the zone of time. Okay. Because unless your means are good, you do not get to good ends. Yeah. And you cannot say that it is nonviolent and then suddenly turn violent. And the third thing I want to say is that Gandhi made it very clear, nonviolence doesn't mean timidity. Yeah. Somewhere in the early 20s, 1920s, When Hindu homes were attacked in uh, what is now Pakistan and the men ran away, Gandhi said, that is terrible. They should have been there and they should have used the violence to defend their women and children. Mm -hmm. Nonviolence is not covetous. If you cannot be nonviolent, if you cannot resist with nonviolence, resist with violence. Okay. But running away. Covered is, no, that is terrible. Now, the last point I want to make is that uh, the British exit from India marked the beginning of decolonization, historically. You see, other countries followed what is now Myanmar, uh, Sri Lanka, later. African mm-hmm. countries, you know what I mean? Of course, very technically, in 1946, the Philippines got independence from uh, the United States. But that was not because of any struggle waged by the Filipinos. That is because America, well, be decided that uh, after fighting a war, Second World War, to make, you know, for people's freedom, you can't yeah. hold anyone. Yep. India's freedom marked the freedom for many, many, many others. All right.
0: All right. I'm glad that we were an inspiration. I'm really glad we were an inspiration. Um, The question that comes to a lot of people's head is that how did we get our independence? It wasn't one fine day the British decided to up and move. Uh, There are a lot of historical events that happened one after the other that led to are uh, independence. So, according to history rather, what are the last three events that led to India's independence? Let's just start from there.
1: Okay. Uh, you know, any major historical event has more than one single cause. Yes. So, yeah. it will be wrong to say that India got independence exclusively because India fought for, Indi- Indians fought for independence. That is a big factor, but that's only one of the factors. The second factor is that post-World War II, Britain was an exhausted power and it realized that it could no longer carry on, you know, the burden of administering India, holding India. Okay. Not only that, it also realized that, you know, Britain can rule India only with the support of Indians. Yeah. And it realized that that support had ebbed away. Okay. So Britain decided to get out. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, uh, what happened in the case of India was that uh, independence came with the division of India. Yeah. That is because the Muslim League, led by Jinnah, and the British were playing footsie, True. British for their own geopolitical reasons that Pakistan will permit them to have a certain military relationship in the context of the Cold War. Yeah. Because they need to keep an eye on Soviet Union. Jinnah because, well, once he realized with the rising uh, rising star of Mahatma Gandhi, who declared at some point of time in the 20s, that mm-hmm. Jawaharlal Nehru will be his political successor jinnah reckoned that he would not be the prime minister of undivided india okay. so he decided to divide india and hold a high position in the smaller part okay and because these two work together that is yeah. the british jinnah and as i have said maintained always in any euclidean triangle Two sides together are always longer than the third side.
0: True, very true. Yeah. Nothing could have been done to stop it. So, uh, the loss of control due to World War II, uh, because Pakistan was to be made by hook or crook, and by Indians, not uh, by civil disobedience, of course. Uh, These were like the three good reasons why India, of course, got its freedom on the 15th of August. 1947. Uh, but also one thing is that didn't India want to be ruled? Was was there a certain part of India that wanted to be under the British Raj?
1: Let me put it this way. I mean, I don't know whether we have dealt with this, but, you know, a, a good part of India was uh, the princedoms. Yeah. You know, more than almost 600 princedoms. They did not want the British to leave. <laughs> you know. And, uh, but uh, what happened was that uh, very technically, they were free to join either the Indian dominion or uh, the dominion of Pakistan. Very technically, because Paramount Sea had yeah. lapsed, yeah. but uh, it was politically clear that they had to join one of the two. Politically clear. Yeah. And as you know, Hyderabad tried, failed. Even my own state, Travancore, tried, but failed. In fact, you know, Hyderabad had even appointed ambassadors to other countries. (laughs) Well, (laughs) not that they went and took over and had an embassy, but appointment was
0: done. All right, all right. Um, uh, There is another question What more could have happened during the independence that we don't know of? Right? We got our independence, we made that speech, we got a prime minister, we got all the ministers, we got an entire cabinet, we had someone looking over it. What else happened in the first few Weeks, months of uh, the independence.
1: Just to go back in time a little longer, after which I'll come to your precise question. What we have to understand is that, uh, you see, India always had a certain cultural unity. Mm -hmm. Right from the Himalayas up to Cape Comorin, Kerala. Okay. You know, and east to west. In fact, in Chanakya, you know, he says, you know, this is the length and breadth. Yeah, you know. So there was a cultural unity about India, but a political unity. Well, under the Mauryas, Ashoka, it was there; under Raghur, it was there. But not all all, all pervading. Eh? Okay. Now, the political India, political unity of India, could have happened only with. The railways, the telegraph, the telephones, and a certain system, judicial system and all that, and a common language. Okay. Now that was provided during the British Raj. Okay. And it was uh, the unity against the foreign power, you know, that gave uh, uh, shape to India's fight for political freedom okay and gandhi did a lot to bring all of us together all yeah. of us yeah you no know i mean some people say that you know he did not uh, uh, fight against uh, untouchability no he did only thing he said he wanted to do it in such a way that everybody joins in the war against the british that okay. was the point
0: yeah
1: so india was being built up you know okay what I mean? Because as I told you, there was an association in Kolkata, another in Bombay, another in Madras. But they were not much in touch with each other. All right, yeah. yeah, because... Because, because, of, the- because of the railways and telegraphs and the English language, we could oh, yeah. all be in touch with them. Okay. Now, so, coming to what happened immediately before uh, uh, the independence, so Mountbatten came and uh, he came with uh, the mission to get out of India. And then uh, an effort was made to see whether India could be given freedom without dividing it. But as for reasons which I explained, and also if I may say so, 16th of August 1946, there was a great Calcutta killing because Jinnah declared, you know, action day, day of action. And uh, um, I mean, there was killing in Calcutta. But uh, you know something, Jinnah never went to jail. Oh. <laughs> Nobody from the Muslim League ever went to jail. Okay. They never okay. fought the British. <laughs> they were fighting on a Congress. Okay. So it was clear that uh, division had to be there mm-hmm. and there were negotiations uh, from the Indian side, you know. So that is what happened. It was a very hot summer. Eh? Oh, <laughs> very true. Very
0: true. Um. Uh, the state of India, the state of state of India, right? This is this is a question that you wanted to talk about, so
1: let's talk about this. Well, let me put it this way: India has made tremendous progress since independence. True. You take literary rate, you take uh, uh, life expectancy. Yeah. You take uh, industrial production. You take agricultural production. There's a time when we lived from uh, ship to mouth. Mm -hmm. American food grains had to come.
0: Yeah.
1: Before you were born, probably. Probably probably definitely before I was born. (laughs) Yeah. PL480. You know, and all that sort of thing. So we have made tremendous progress. There is no doubt about it. We have preserved our democracy unlike, you know, look around the sub- subcontinent. Okay. Okay. Of course, we had the blemish of the uh, emergency, but then again, we self-corrected ourselves. Okay. All right. These are the achievements. But nevertheless, we have a long way to go. As Robert Frost said, you know, I have miles and miles to go before I sleep. Mm-hmm. Because Very true. there is still poverty. There are matters of social justice. There are matters of... Uh, you know, uh, freedom. So there are these, but basic thing is that these are being attended to, not only by the government, but also by the civil society. True. That is a great virtue of India's democracy. Things can go wrong, but there is always scope for self-correction. It may take time. It It doesn't happen overnight. True. But, you know, in a democracy, that's how it is. Of course, a hundred percent. In, in regard to foreign policy, India has contributed much to world peace. Yeah, you know decolonization and all that. India took the lead. Yeah, and then there are uh, matters when there were wars: Korea, Indochina. India offered diplomatic solutions. True. And even now, very recently, India sent so many, uh, so much of vaccines to so many countries. Very true. And we are working together with the rest of the world. And recently, we had uh, the executive state Blinken. You know, the two leading democracies. We are working together, and we are work- we are prepared to work together with everyone. We true. don't want to gang up uh, against anyone.
0: No. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very true. Very true. India is like literally the most peaceful place ever. No bad guy in any movie has come out of India. So let's keep that keep that in mind. Uh, You've got Russian bad guys, you've got Chinese bad guys, you've got Middle Eastern bad guys, but you will never get an Indian bad guy in any any Hollywood, Bollywood movie because we don't believe in uh, violence. We are a non-violent country. Okay, so uh, that's about it. Uh, Another brilliant episode on Independence Day. Uh, we we will come back with more topics and there are so many people to discuss in the world of politics uh everything would be up on uh, our uh, page that is HD smartcast uh, and this is like the largest collection of podcasts ever uh, you can check out all our previous episodes to just come to speed to uh, you can follow us on instagram that's Hd smartcast and of course you can follow me personally that's radio Ani Uh, if you have any questions related to politics you can always ask them to us, uh, Fabian here would be more than happy to answer. So, Fabian, I'll see you in the next episode. Happy Independence Day.
1: You too, and always a pleasure to talk to you and through you to so many thousands.
0: This was a Radio 1 production, brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.